Hi everyone and welcome to Let's Talk Studio with your host, Teresa Ann. On today's Flipping the Script Monday, I'm really excited to actually share with you a scripture from Ephesians 4 verse 29 and how it has really helped me in the past year, to say the least. But here's what's coming up next. Ephesians. It talks about how to stay unified in Christ, the spiritual blessings that come when we become, when we know, when we begin to know Jesus Christ, not just know the things of God and not just to know the word of God as text on a page, but truly allowing the text on the page to reveal who God is not just in the story or in that moment, but even in our own lives. So I'm going somewhere with this, and here's where I'm going. So in Ephesians 4, um, and I'll just go there, it says it talks about living as children of light. With the Lord's authority, this is Paul saying this, I say this, live no longer as the heathens do or the world. For they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off. So because you've heard this, throw off that sinful nature. Don't let that be your wardrobe. Because that wardrobe is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, Put this on. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Does this sound familiar? I mean, think about this. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says the same thing. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed. How? By the renewal of your mind. So there's something about changing the process of the mind because our spirit is born again. It's this thing that has to be renewed daily, daily. So our spirit knows everything because of the Holy Spirit of God that has come alive within us. So the Holy Spirit is the word, knows the word. 
So there might be times where you're maybe um, doing something and you get a word, but you don't even realize it's scripture until you read the word and later you realize, what? I heard that. That was from the Spirit of God. So this thing here has to get renewed by this, okay? But again, your spirit already knows it. It's this thing right here that has to know what the spirit knows. Okay, that's why we have to be spirit-led, not carnal or soul-led. This is our soul, our mind, our will, our, our emotions. What is the mind, the will, and emotions? This thing right here holds every past experience. It holds every fear. It holds every victory. It holds every memory that we can remember. And what it does is it triggers those things. Like when we see something familiar, oh, I'm not doing that because I remember when that happened last time. Well, guess what? That thing reasons you out of trusting God because of a past experience. That's why you have to take every thought captive, that familiar thing that would have said to you last time, don't do that. You need to take that and say, God, I know what my past experience has said. Do you want me to do this even though it's scary? Do you want me to do this? And you'll know whether or not the Lord's saying to do it or not. But don't allow your past experiences to stop you from doing something that the Holy Spirit may have you do because it's going to call you to rely on Him and Him alone. Not on what you've known or what you've practiced or what you've been taught. God wants to blow us out of the waters of reasoning and out of the waters of complacency and comfort. And he wants us to get to know him who is comfort. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. That right there is a very strong statement, but it takes you back to Genesis one verse uh, 26. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. Hmm. Does that sound familiar? As instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God to be like God, Genesis 1, to be like us, right? Truly righteous and holy. This reminds me of 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Are you ready for that? Go back to verse 16. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. I just know that someone listening needs to hear the fullness of this chapter. And it says, And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back 
to himself. How? Through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. Wow. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so we could be made right with God through Christ. So, obviously, the Holy Spirit wants us to go through this so we can understand the beautiful weight to this message that Paul is sharing. So, he says, so stop telling lies let us tell our neighbors the truth for we are all parts of the same body and don't sin by letting anger control you do not let the sun go down while you are still angry for anger gives a foothold to the devil if you are a thief quit stealing instead use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others in need. So think about this. Someone who has an issue with robbing or thievery, their call, just flip it. You realize, oh my gosh, their true calling is to work hard and what they get from their work they are to give it generously. They're actually very generous people. That's what God created them to be. Go back to someone who lies. They're meant to be people who tell the truth. And then those who use foul or abusive language, watch this. He says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Okay, so I want I want you to, to really hear this because this is the scripture that I know by heart. It's do not let any foul communication come out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying so that it may bring grace to those who hear it. Now, when I read that scripture, I've thought about that scripture applies to me, say, talking to you. But guess what? It isn't just about a one-on-one -on -one conversation or even a conversation with a group of people where it's blessing their ears. But think about this. The people that can hear you from a distance, or maybe in the booth behind you. What are you saying? What am I saying? And what that does is even those who are hearing it, who are bystanders, and they themselves 
are receiving grace with the encouragement. And even think about this. We have angels that keep us in all of our ways. How do I know that? Because Psalm 91.11 says it. And there's other scriptures that say it as well. So even our conversations with one another, think about the angelic presence that's hearing us, how that can even bless them. Okay? But also, when we use that foul or abusive language, it actually allows us without knowing to partner with the demonic realm as well. So it's not to cause fear, but it's to show you your words, my words have life or death. Proverbs 18:21 is just another confirming word to this. It says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. So here is this is the amazing part that the Holy Spirit has been showing me personally is Teresa, what you are talking about. Is that going to bless me? Is it going to bless the angelic presence? Is it going to bless those who are off to the distance and don't, you don't even know they're listening in on your conversation, whether it's good or bad? What you're speaking right now, does that bring grace to those who hear it? Okay, so someone who uses foul or abusive language, you can now look at verse 29 and see that actually the gifting that God's called them on their life is most likely to encourage others so that it may bring grace to those who hear them. So if I'm going to keep going. It says, and do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, this is what you do. Be kind to each other, tender hearted forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Isn't this so beautiful? It is such a reminder to what we have freely received, we get to freely give. So on today's Flipping the Script Monday, flip it, flip it all. Remember what this show is all about, bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness. all so much for joining me on Let's Talk Studio. And I'm so grateful that you like, share, and subscribe to both my podcast and YouTube channel. For a greater reach, your 
reviews are so greatly appreciated. I also want to encourage you to go to godlychitchat.com and see why Selena Beginski with Pearls in Bloom and myself, Teresa Anna, Let's Talk Studio, why we are better together.